This is KMTT, Kimitzion Titzei Torah. Zman Elul, Chodesh Elul, Tavshin Samachtet. Rav Yayakan will be on Wednesdays. We'll be learning Hilchot Tshuva. Last week we discussed the Rambam in Hilchot Tshuva Perak Beis, who discussed the unique aspect of Aser Tzmei Tshuva, in Perek Beis Halachavav, he writes, "Afal pisha tshuva v'atzaka yafal olam, basar yamim shabein rosh hashanah yom kipurim he yafal biyoter umiyarim mitkabelat." In other words, tshuva is some reason that on during our service of tshuva, uh, that that the tshuva, the repentance that one does, is immediately accepted. And then the Ram continues, "Yom kipurim huzman tshuva lakol yachidu rabim." Now this reaches a certain apex on the yom kipurim. And uh, therefore, on Yom Kippur, we have special dinim, avidoy, etc. What I would like to discuss is what is unique about Aseret Mechuvah and Yom Kippur? Um, is it some kind of a skula, or is there some kind of a rational explanation that uh, goes to the roots of how tshuva works? Uh, and I'd like to begin with another halach in Perik Beis. Uh, Perik Beis, halacha Beis, where the Rabbim writes... Umayi ha-tshuva, what is tshuva, what is repentance? Hu sheyazova chotei cheto, and the definition of tshuva is to leave the chet. Yasirenu machshavto, you have to take it out of your mind. V'yigmar belibo shelo yasawot, you have to make up your mind that you will never ever do this chet again. Shne'emar yazova shadar kovish oven machshavotav. V'chein yachim al hava, you have to have Regret for what you did in the past. V'yaid alav yodea ta'alumot shelo yashuv l'zeachet la'olam. And he has and v'yaid alav yodea ta'alumot. Yodea ta'alumot is a reference to Akharish Baruch Hu, who knows everything that is hidden. Akharish Baruch Hu will bear witness that you will not return to this chet forever. What the Rabbim has over here is, a, is quite a tall order. And the question is, to what extent is our tshuva able to live up to the Ramam's demand? The Ram basically says that in order for it to be tshuva, and here he's not talking about tshuva gemura, he's talking about tshuva. Tshuva requires that man should totally leave the chait. He will never ever return to that chait. And it sounds like unless HaKadosh Baruch Hu is made, that this person will never ever return to this chait, then the repentance was not complete. And the Ram continues, in Halacha Gimel, kol mesvadu if he did not decide in absolute terms that he will leave the chait, it's as if he, he goes to the mikvah while he's still holding on to some defiled animal. In other words, in other words, you cannot do tefillah in the mikvah, you cannot purify yourself until you throw away the sheretz. So too, unless you get rid of the chait, unless you decide that you will not do it ever, ever again, then your tshuva is relevant. The tshuva is comparable to the, the mikvah. And what, hell, what what use will a mikvah do if you're still holding on to the sheretz? So too, what use will your tshuva do, will your repentance do, if you have not decided to leave the chet? And the question obviously is, to what extent you know, are we able to live up to the Ramam's demand of Yair Alav Yodeat HaOlamot Shalom Yashuv Zachet HaOlam that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is made that we will never ever return to the Chet. But when Osenu HaRabim, even when we do Tshuva, and even when the Tshuva is sincere, 
we find ourselves next year in Yom Kippur doing Vidoy for those same Chatayim. So the question is, how exactly are we able to live up to what the Rabbim here demands? So first of all, let's point out that the Rambam writes, Yodel of Yodea Ta'lumot. The term here, the reference to HaKadosh Baruch as Yodea Ta'lumot is a very, very interesting term. The Rambam doesn't say Yodea Atidot, somebody that knows what will be in the future, but rather Yodea Ta'lumot, somebody that knows things that are hidden. Secondly, what difference does it make, al Allah, whether HaKadosh Baruch Hu is made or not made? Right? Eventually we'll find out that somebody go ahead and, 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 and revert back to his chait or he didn't. But why is that relevant in a Sefer Halacha? You know, whether HaKadosh Baruch Hu is made or is not made on him that he will or he will not turn. Right now we know the present. We don't know the future. We can never know what will be. So how does that impact on what I do now and what I attempt to do now you know, how does the, the unfolding of the future impact on what I want to do now? And therefore, you know, I, I prefer the interpretation of the Lechem Mishnah. Lechem Mishnah writes that we're not referring here that HaKadosh Baruch Hu bears witness that the, the Baal Tshuva will never ever revert back to his sin, but rather Lechem Mishnah writes, V'yeshlomad de perusho kach. In other words, first of all, the Lechem Mishnah asks, does, does man have no Bechirah Chavshis? What does it mean, A man decided to do repentance. That was perfectly 100% sincere. And later on, he has Bechirah Chavshis, just like, you know, before he was able to, to be Chote, so in the future, he's able to be Chote. You know, in, in the future, there will, will, will be once again Bechirah Chavshis, so man can sin, man can choose to sin. So the Lechem Mishnah asks, Does man not have free choice, and therefore, you know, again, you have here a bit of a tension between uh, Yediyah and Bechira, but nevertheless, is, are we to assume that a Baal doesn't have free choice to be to make a chet in the future, and if he does have free choice, how does that impact on the tshuva that he did now, which might have been 100% and perfectly sincere? And therefore, the Lechem Mishnah explains, the Yishlomot de Perushokach, this is the interpretation. At the point in which a person repents, what he does is he says, you know, you, I am being made on myself. I bring as a witness that I have no intention to ever go ahead and return to this faith. It's not that God prophesizes that man will never return to the chait. It's that man is so sincere that he says, I bring, God is my witness that I, that I will never ever go back to do this chait. Okay, that's already a very, very different reading. It's still quite a tall order, but that's already a very, very different reading of the Rambam. In other words, it, according to Lecha Mishnah, if somebody does tshuva, and it's perfectly sincere. He still has Bechirah Chavshis in the future, and he might again fail. If he again fails, that in no way undermined the original tshuva that, that, that man did. What happens in the future, that's a new event, that's Bechirah Chavshis. The, the tshuva that person did, 
that was perfectly sincere at that time is a totally valid tshuva, even if eventually man once again fails. In other words, what we have here in the Rambam is an expression of the total commitment that man has during the act of repentance that he will never ever revert to that to that sin. And that total commitment is binding even if man eventually fails again. Even if he eventually falls, that in no way impacts on the sincerity and on the significance of the tshuva that man did at that time. Basically, what we have over here, I think, is an important concept which I think is expressed in a very, very famous story in Avodazara Dafyid Zayin Aleph. The Gemara talks about a person called Rav Lezer ben Dordaya. It brings a b'raisa. Amu alava Rav Lezer ben Dordaya shloiniach zona achad ba'olam shlo ba'aleh. That he, you know, he, he had this, 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 uh, Yitzhahara. And he had to try every single zona in the world. Pamachat shamashi zona achad pechachea yam. He found that there was some prostitute in a distant place who took a lot of money, apparently a very, very, you know, very high, high quality prostitute. So he went and he, he, he went to the high seas in order to find this one prostitute that, that, that he had heard about. And then the Gemara talks about that all of a sudden, you know, she tells him, you can never ever repent. So all of a sudden, Halach, the Yasha, Harim, Ugvaus, he sat between mountains and valleys, Amar Harim Ugvaus, Bakshwalai Rachamin. Please ask. Ask for for Hakadosh Baruch Hu's kindness and grace that that he, that I should be able to do tshuva. Amulo, We have to ask Rachman for ourselves. We're not going to ask for you. The Gemara continues. Heavens and earth, ask for for God's grace. Amru, We have to ask for ourselves. We can't ask for you. The sun and the and, and and the moon, please ask Rachamin for me. Again, we have to ask for ourselves. The the stars in heaven, we have to ask for ourselves. Amar, Rabbi Lezim and Daya said, I see that it's 
not dependent on anything external. It's only dependent upon me. He put his head between his knees and he cried, a sincere cry, until he died. A heavenly voice came out of the heavens. Rav Nodaya is invited to, to Gan Eden, invited to the, to the future world. Bacha Rebbe Va'amar, at this point Rebbe cried and said, Yesh Kone Olabo, become a Shanim. There's a person who takes years and years of effort until he is Zochet to Olam Haba, the Yesh Kone Olamo B'Sha'achat. And there's another person who in one instance is able to achieve Olam Haba. Okay, that's the story of Rabbi Lezben Nadaya. There are a lot of things in the story that are, are worth noting, but I want to focus on one particular point. That Oblazim ben Dardaya here is looking for all kinds of external ways in order to do tshuva. Shemaim ba'aretz, kochavim ma'zelos, chamolavana, harim gvaos. He turns to a lot of things outside himself. And when he turns to things outside himself, he fails. It's only when he turns inward to who he really is, at that point, he's able to do tshuva. And I think the point of this Gemara is that when we sin, because of a lot of external factors, a lot of, we we, we have human passions, we're, we're drawn by certain things, and the question is, to what extent do those failures, are those failures an expression of the real me? who I really am. What are my real inner motives? There are a lot of outside factors, things which which will will draw me to certain chataim, what man has a yetzahara, but the question is, what does man really want? Who is the true I? Is the true I somebody that because of some kind of a passion might have failed momentarily? Or is the true I somebody that wants to get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Who am I really? And I think that that's exactly what the Rambam is talking about when he talks about Binchoza B'Tshuva and at the point in which one is Chosa B'Tshuva one is totally sincerely committed that he will never ever do this chet again. And he's so committed that he says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you are my witness. God, you are my witness. Because at that moment, he's expressing something which is not false, but something which is very, very true. But something which might not always be expressed when frail man lives his day-to-day life. Rabbezah ben Dardaya was frail. He had a weakness. He had a passion. He didn't know how to control it. He was drawn by things that were external to him. But there was something in Rabbezah ben Dardaya that was deep within him that really wanted to be close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
And as he lived his day-to-day life, that didn't come to expression. But all of a sudden, he was told, Rabbi you can never come back. It's over. And all of a sudden, he realized that his life was destroyed. And all those external things no longer made any difference to him. And he said, where am I? Who am I? What am I? Where am I going? And at that point, nothing external can help you. Because it's things that are external to you that brought you down. It's not Harimu Guvaos, it's not Shamaim Va'aretz, it's not Chama Valavana, it's not Kochavim. It's you. Who are you? What is the real you? And at that point, Rabbi Azam Yudaya is Goa Bebuchia, Adsha Yatsta Nishmaso, Vyasta Basko Va'amra, that Rabbi Azam Yudaya is invited to the world to come. At that point, Rabbi Zanadai said, Ein hadavar tali It's only me. There's nobody else. There's nothing else. There's nothing external. The real me, who I really am, that's what's close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What I do when I'm weak, when I'm frail, when, 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 when different things draw me, when, when passions, when, when, when jealousies, what I do at those points, because because I'm weak, that's not the real me. That might be what I really did, but that's not the real me. Who am I really? What am I really? What do I really, really want? That's the story of Rebbe Nordayam. And I think that's the meaning of the Rambam, of Yadalav Yodat HaLumos. That at certain points, man is able to look at himself and try to discover who he really is and what he really wants. And who he really is is not always what he really does. The question is, what? who is the true me? Is the true me what I do? Or is the true me who I am? And what I do sometimes is influenced by a lot of external factors. And, and it's because of human frailty and human weakness. It's because of man's passions that maybe sometimes bring him away from what he really is. And then, because of that, he does certain things that he doesn't really want to do. The, what is special, I think, about Aser Tshuva, and the reason that at that time Tshuva is accepted is because during Asesim Tshuva on Rosh Hashanah and especially on Yom Kippur, man or the Jew tries to discover who he really is. He tries to overcome his human weakness and he tries to focus on what he really wants. On Rosh Hashanah because of the Eimas Hadin, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is close to us, Du Shu Hashem Bihi Matzo, Kru'u it's, that it's during those times when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there and is close to us that we can feel what really, really matters in our lives. What's really important and not what's only external to who we really are. It's during and especially on Yom Kippur that man is able to focus on who he really is and what he really wants. 
And when the tshuva is really sincere, then the tshuva is accepted by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even if Chas V'Shalom after Yom Kippur, he will revert to his ways because of human weakness and human frailties, and again he will do things that don't expect, that don't express the real I. What is Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur is a day in which we divorce ourselves from those things that normally bring us down. It's a day in which we focus on being all made Lefnei Hashem. It's a day in which we don't eat, we don't drink. Relations with, with, with women are usher. And we spend the entire day on Lefnei Hashem Tataru. It's a day in which we're able to take all the external things that might be, might, might, might be fascinating for us and lure us away from the truth path and from who we really are. And we are able to focus on what we really want. And therefore Yom Kippur is a day which expresses, or which we're able to express, who we really are. And therefore when we do tshuva on Yom Kippur, and it's a sincere tshuva because it reflects what we really are and what we really want, it reflects the real I. That shuva is accepted. Even if chas v'shalom after Yom Kippur, man once again, as the routine life begins once again, man is fascinated by certain things and drawn and lured by certain things. And again, man is weak. But what man does might not necessarily be who man really is. I think this idea, which we're describing right now on the individual level, I think goes to the roots of what Yom Kippur is on the national level as well. I mean, after all, when we talk about Matan Torah, when we talk about Shavuos as being one of the most critical and important days in the Jewish calendar, we have to ask ourselves, well, what really happened on Shavuos? We received the Torah. But 40 days later, we were chotting the Chet Ego. And what are we celebrating? Didn't we fail? Why, what, what's, what's important about, about Vav Sivan? If we sat there, as Chazal say, in a chuppah with, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if if just 40 days later we were Mazana with, with, with other gods. So Shavuos failed. Matan Torah failed. What are we celebrating? The answer is that Matan Torah expresses something which is very, very true about the Jewish people. Even if because of human frailties and weaknesses we failed. Even because of fears that we didn't know what happened to Moshe Rabbeinu, we didn't know where he was. And there beca- therefore, because of human fa- fears and human weaknesses, we were chote in the Chet Egel. that's not who we really are. Who we really are is when we stood as a nation at Har Sinai, we said Nasev Nishma, and we said that with all our heart and all our soul. That's who Amisol really is. And at what point was that discovered? 
that was discovered when HaKadosh Baruch Hu accepted our repentance on Yom Kippurim. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu repented, or, or, or forgave Am Yisrael for the Chet HaEgel on Yom Kippur, that was the point in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, the real Am Yisrael is not the Am Yisrael of Chet HaEgel. The real Am Yisrael is the Am Yisrael of Nasa Nishma. And because of that, Am Yisrael on Yom Kippur is able to, through the coin Gadol, to go into Lefnei Lefnim, to stand Lefnei Hashem. Because that's who we really are. Even though we really were Chotin Chet that's what we really did. The question is, who are we really? Who, what is Am Yisrael? What's the real identity of Am Yisrael? Who we really are, not what we really did. And therefore, through Yom Kippur, we're able to rehabilitate Shavuos as well. Shavuos was not a failure. Shavuos was something which was very, very real. Nasa Nishma is something which was very, very real. And it expresses who we really are. And therefore, in Yom Kippur, we're forgiven for the Chet Ha'egel. And we're able to once again enter into the Kach Kadashim, the Fnei Hashem Titaru. It's this idea that the identity of Am Yisrael, the real identity of Am Yisrael, is expressed not necessarily by chataim that we do, but who we really are is expressed more by our ability when we're, when we're able to transcend the human reality to accept in an unqualified way the Torah of Hashem and Naseh Nishma. And that's a much more truer expression of who we really are. That, I think, is also what stands at the center of a very, very famous uh, halacha in the Rambam. The Rambam writes in Perek Zayin Halacha Hei, Kol kulam tzivu ala tshuva. All the prophets commanded that we should do tshuva, repentance. The Ein Yisrael nigalim ala and the redemption will will come only through tshuva. Only when Am Yisrael does tshuva. And of course, if so, we we have a big problem. Because if we will not be redeemed, unless we do tshuva, who's to assume that we will ever do tshuva? Isn't there Bechir HaChashis? And who knows? Maybe we'll never do it. Maybe we'll never succeed, Chas Shalom. So the Rabbim continues, we have, a, we have a divine promise. The Torah already promised that eventually Am Yisrael will do tshuva and, and immediately they will be redeemed. After all, the, all these things happen, you will repent and you will return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And you will then will bring you out of Galus and, and, and bring you back to to, uh, to to Eretz Israel. What's the source of this promise that eventually will do tshuva? I believe that the source is because the real Am Yisrael is not the Am Yisrael that was chote in the Chet Egel. It's not the Am Yisrael that was chote in all the chatan that we do through, through the generations. The real Am Yisrael is the Am Yisrael that stood when all the external factors were taken away 
and they stood before our Sinai, and they accepted the Torah, and they said, Nasa Nishma. That's the real Am Yisrael. The Chatan that we do, when we're affected by external forces, that doesn't express who we really are. Who we really are is Am Yisrael at, at, at Sinai. The problem is that we are constantly surrounded by external factors. And we're constantly drawn into things that don't express our real identity. But because that is who we really are, therefore we know that eventually we're going to return to Hashem. Ukvarv ticha Torah. That haftacha, that bitachon, is based on the fact that Am Yisrael's connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is something that's very, very basic to the identity of who Am Yisrael are. And therefore, to conclude, if we go back to the Rambam and Perak Beis, that continues the theme of what Shuvah is. That Shuvah is totally leaving chait. It's not tova v'sheres biyado. It's totally leaving chait. And in a very, very sincere way, saying, I will never be made a love yodat halamos. God who knows all the inner secrets of my soul, knows that right now, my Shuvah is totally sincere. We're, we're able to achieve that level of sincerity during our Seyesimei and especially Yom Kippur, we're able to take away all the external forces that play on us and, and make us who we are not and make us do things that are not typical to who we really are because of human weakness and human frailty. It's on our Seyesimei Tshuva, it's on Yom Adin, it's when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is close to us, it's when we're close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that we're able to sincerely accept upon ourselves things that are typical of what we really want and who we really are. And therefore, that tshuva that we do during Gassesimei tshuva, that tshuva that we do on Yom Kippur, when everything else is taken away, when there's nothing that we do, we don't eat, we don't drink, we're not interested in women, we're only interested in the Fnei Hashem Tetaru, in being Omid of Hashem, and in the intensity of that moment, we're able to makabal on ourselves things in a very sincere and in a very total commitment. That commitment and that shuva is accepted by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even if chas v'shalom, we're not able to be omed in that total commitment in the routine of our lives when we go back and we're influenced by all kinds of external forces. That shuva, which is an expression of the inner self and of who we really are and what we really want, that shuva is a complete shuva. That shuva is, is accepted by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that tshuva, if it's sincere, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is made, or you, are, you bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu as your witness, that you plan on never ever returning to that chait, la'olam. Oh, I want to wish everybody that's listened to this shurim, that we should be zelchit to do tshuva, it should be sincere, and we and all of our Amisrael should be zelchit to kapara and to ka'ula b'mher of Amen.